Hello and welcome to the Apostolic Church Liverpool podcast. We hope the message you're about to listen to will inspire you, will be a blessing to you and give you perspective in life. For more of such messages, you can visit our website at www.tac-lona.org.uk You can also access other messages and resources from our YouTube channel, The Apostolic Church Europe. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. Pastor Lord, please can you pray a short prayer? Father God, we thank you for your word and we thank you for the, libra- the libration that comes with it. We ask, oh God, that even as we go into further into the second chapter of 1 Corinthians, you open our hearts to receive that which you want to say to us. We, we pray for utterance for Deacon and pray mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, may we all be richly blessed. In Christ mm-hmm. Jesus' unfailing name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I count it a great privilege to bring you God's word this evening. Uh, I don't take it for granted. Thank you for the, to the leadership of the church who has given me this opportunity. God bless your ministries in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, we want to continue the juicy topic of the Christian message. And uh, uh, we read um, just chapters, chapter two from verse one to five. Mm-hmm. And in that short verse, we were able to establish that Paul was a gifted uh, human being. He had oratory skills. He was well-schooled. Uh, by the best of the best teachers at, at that time. And he had zeal. First, he had zeal, but no knowledge. However, when he came to meet with Christ, he could not just let go of the knowledge that God gave him. Amen. Amen. And he was so passionate. So that zeal combined with the knowledge of who Christ is and what Christ had to offer, he brought that message to the people of the world, the churches, the churches which he planted, the ones he didn't plant. And he wanted to bring that message to to the people so that they would understand the true essence of the gospel. Amen. And so because of that, he projected Christ only. He projected Christ and the work Christ came to do. And he humbled himself. I mean, Paul humbled himself. He wanted to be a signpost for people to Christ. And so the more he humbled himself, the more Christ was exalted through his messages. And and we were able to conclude that our lives should be a display of God's glory. Our lives should be a display of who Jesus is. Amen. Amen. Our lives should be should attract people to God. If you want to give somebody a cloth, people will look at the cloth on you before they accept the cloth you want to give them. We analyzed that and we said, People will look at the beauty of 
that Christ you want to project. They want to look at that beauty of that Christ on you first before they can accept it. Amen. Amen. And so we, we concluded by saying that our lives should be a display of who Jesus Christ is. And so today we'll focus on the totality of the part two of the message is the totality of the gospel is according to the Father's eternal plan. The totality of the gospel is according, according, according to the Father's eternal plan. That is verse six to nine. Mm -hmm. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age. We are coming to nothing. Who are coming to nothing? But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages of our, for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would crucify the King of glory, the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those who love it. Amen. Amen. First question of the day. Why did God make the gospel a mystery? First question of the day. I need answers, please. Why did God make the, the, the gospel a mystery? If you like to contribute, just unmute yourself. I think everybody is muted. Help me, please. <laughs> Why did God make it a mystery? Or, okay, why, if God had made it uh, known, I mean, not a mystery. Okay, let's use that word, not a mystery. What do you think would have happened? Um, Any thoughts? I, I, I just wanted to say that um, right from the beginning of, um, right, right from, God has been mysterious. And, and I think that's the reason why the book of Proverbs chapter 25 was talking about the fact that it is God's privilege to conceal a thing. So it is in his attitude. That is his character to conceal something. So I feel that something that is too common, just so something that is too common that just lies around would not be valued. So that when you discover it, it will be like a gold mine. It will be like, um, um, the, it, will, it will look like the parable of a lost coin that you were looking for it and you found it. So I think that's the reason why um, gospel is um, um, concealed. If, if I can use the word in place of, um, if I can use the word in place of mystery or mysterious or. Thank you very much. Any other thoughts? Why do you think God made it a mystery? Um, can I say this? God, yes, sir. If we look, God, God himself is a mystery. If we know all about him, then it's not God. His ways yeah. are different. 
His thoughts are different, way different from ours. We might look at him short time, he look, he's looking at the bigger picture, he's looking at his long time. And that, right from Genesis 3, 15, the mystery of Jesus Christ, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You know, when, we, when you bring all this together, it's a, it's a mystery. That is why when we say to some people, they can't understand. But to us, it's power of God. To some people, it's foolish. When we say, oh, someone is conceived by the, by the Holy Spirit, come on. Is that possible? Someone died and, and rose the third day. Oh, come on, shut up. You know, Jesus is still coming over. Isaac, do you think Jesus is still coming? You know, these are all mystery. The, whole, the mystery of, of the gospel, the, the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the, the, the love that can die for his friend. These are all mystery. And it's God, it's that God came into us in, in, the, in, the, in the form of man, in the form of Jesus Christ. That is why we have God. God, God is Son and God the Father. Something God, God the Father, God the Son. No, we say God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, Pastor Davis, God. This yeah. is by the Holy Spirit, unless by the reading of the scriptures. Yeah, by the reading of the scripture, we can't understand. That is now the power of God. Thank you, Daddy. Even though we, it, it was breaking a little bit, but thank you for your contribution. Thank you, sir. Sorry, before Pastor. Pastor okay. I just wanted to say it helps us to appreciate him better yeah. and to want to yearn, to want to reach out to know more yeah. of him. Right. Thank you. Pastor Davis. The, if you, that verse we're reading, mm. 1 Corinthians 2, 6, uh, 2, 9. The next verse give us a clarity of why. If you read verse 9, it says, but as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor ear has heard. It's never been entered into the heart of men, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Okay? Then the Old Testament said those who waited for him. So if you love him, we wait for him. If you wait for him, then he means he loves him. But now, what happened in the New Testament then? Why it was concealed before? If you look at the next verse, verse 10. Do you have verse 10 with you there? Verse 10 says that. Okay, let's look at verse 10. You will see that it says something. Sorry. It's okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> verse 10. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Now look at this. God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit sachet all things. How many? Not some. All things. The deep things of God. Okay. So the thing is that most of the reason why the Old Testament people why they could not, where it remains a mystery to them is because they don't have the Holy Spirit, it's not all that, have the Holy Spirit indwelling in them. Mm -hmm. mm. But now we have the Holy Spirit. The Spirit now reveal all to us. It's no longer a mystery. We don't have a mysterious father. Yeah, we have a harbor father that tells us all things. Mm. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor. Um, Isaiah chapter 46, verse 9 to 10. It says, remember the former things. 
those of long ago said, I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say, my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. The thought came to my mind that uh, God created Adam and Eve. And he created them well. But why did Adam and, or, and Eve, why did they fall? Is it that God knew that they would fall? That is why he now made the provision for Jesus to come, to die, to give salvation to the world. Amen. Amen. But the thought is, I mean, the, I mean, the answer came to me again. Said, God knew, God had given Adam and Eve the power to make choices. Am I correct? Uh -huh. Gave them the power to make a choice at, at a point when he told them, this is the tree of uh, knowledge of good and evil. Don't eat of it. This is the, uh, the tree of life. Don't eat of it. But Deception came through Satan and he deceived them. He deceived them and they fell. But Jesus, God had made the provision for Jesus to come already. So God knew about it and God made the provision for Jesus to come and to give salvation to everyone who accepts the finished work of Christ. So that after that, there is nothing the devil can do again. There is nothing the devil can do again. So that's why he said, I am God and there is no other. So the mystery of the word, the gospel, the message is the wisdom of God in display, in full display. The totality of the gospel is according to God's, the Father's eternal plan. That is what verse 6 to 9 is saying. And so when we try to understand the, the, the wisdom of God, is 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 infinitesimal. You can't comprehend it. We see in part and we prophesy in part. Amen. Amen. The wisdom of God is, is beautiful. God is just, he is wisdom himself. The wisdom of God is vastly superior to human wisdom. God alone is the wise God. Jude was saying in verse 25, to the, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and, and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. To the only wise God. We serve a God who created us, who knows the end from the beginning. And he made plans, carefully, carefully designed plans. God told me one time that he said he's the he's he's the master planner. He is he has written the script of my life. Amen. He has written the script of my life from the day I was conceived 
to the day I will enter into glory. How do I know God told me that? He says, I'm the author and finisher of your faith. Amen. Amen. So I know that is God talking to me. And so when God, the, the, the one who created you in his eternal plan, he also created every one of us and he has is the script of our lives carefully written down and in his wisdom we are here together as as disciples we are here together to bring god's wisdom to the lost now the wisdom of the of the gospel the wisdom of god comes from god the wisdom, this, the wisdom of the gospel, it comes from God and not from man. Paul was just the pencil in the hand of the creator. And he was penning the, it down. He was penning down the revelations he was receiving. It, it, it tells the mature saints about the great eternal plan that God has for his people and his creation. The wisdom of God's eternal plan. It's called a mystery. We were mentioning it the other time. And mystery is just uh, a truth hidden until an appointed time when it will be revealed by God. Mystery is a truth that is hidden until an appointed time that will be revealed by God. Now, what is this mystery that we are talking about? Is this the truth that God prepared and then revealed. It's none other than the gospel message itself. So mystery is the gospel message itself. And what is that mystery that we are talking about? It's that the message that God would come as man and die for our sins, that a church of believers will be established here on earth, that Christ himself will return to earth and establish his kingdom and everything else the New Testament reveals to us by the Spirit. I was going to say that if, if, um, if God didn't make it a mystery, the part of me thought, okay, if God wouldn't, didn't make it a mystery, the devil may have stopped that plan, you know, to, to stop it so that we won't ask, we won't see salvation. But again, another thing came to my mind and said, who can stop the plan of the Lord? No, nobody. When God says yes, no man can say no. He, he wrote, he knows the end from the beginning. So whatever anybody will do, whether right or wrong, it will surely just align together to make God's plan come to pass. Amen. So it being a mystery, thank God for the influence we had, it says it's going to make us to appreciate it more. True. Uh -huh. It's going to help us to, to, to welcome it, to, to, to receive it with gladness when we now understand. Uh -huh. But even at now, we don't understand it yet. Because it's still the wisdom of God. And when God ordained it, it means that God made that plan. He set it in motion. And 
He wants us to see, he, 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 he will make it succeed, irrespective of what anybody thinks or what anybody does. That's the wisdom of God. The gospel. And God's great plan to redeem humanity was not a hasty afterthought after Adam and Eve. Amen. Amen. Also, the wisdom will result in God's people sharing in his glory. Without receiving the gospel, without accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that such a person can't be a candidate of sharing in his glory. Amen. Amen. Also, the wisdom is hidden from the unsaved world. Why? Because Satan and his satanic forces did not understand God's great eternal plan. Satan thought that Calvary was God's great defeat, but it turned out to be God's greatest victory and Satan's defeat. The mystery of God, the mystery of the gospel. What did God want to achieve with this? He wanted to give man a new slate to come in relation with him. I mean, if the author and finisher of our faith, the one who authored our lives, is here, has given us this platform to live, we have no other option. Any other person in any other religion, they are just looking for another way. Jesus is the true way to the Father, the Father who has the eternal plan, who knows the A to Z of everyone. So it is very important to appreciate the gospel because it is God's eternal plan for mankind. Mm. Amen. Amen. Satan, whether he liked it or not, he was just part of the people who God was still, who God used to make death and burial and resurrection of Jesus come to pass. So no matter what anybody stands in your way to do, they, God will use them as stepping stones for your own glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now, finally, the wisdom of God in the gospel, it applies to the believer's life today. Second Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter two, verse nine says, I has not seen nor ear heard. So, and that phrase is often used at funerals and applied to heaven. But the basic application is to the Christian life today. That application is just for a, the Christian life today. The next verse makes it clear that God is revealing these truths, these things to us here and now. Amen. Now, when God created man, God did not expect his children to stumble through this world in ignorance, waiting for a future day in heaven when we finally understand his, his, his works or his plans. That is why we always have to rely on the, on, the, on the ministry of the Holy Spirit. 
what he's going to do through you and I is in his wisdom. And to access that glorious wisdom is to accept the gospel, to accept the finished work of Christ Jesus. Amen. It may not, it may not, it may look like theology today, but guess what? When you come, I mean, when situations come to you, when situations, when present situations bring you worry about how you're going to resolve it for a family that does not even know where their next meal is coming from. Why don't you remind that worry how God has made a way for you in the past? Amen. I'm trying to let you appreciate uh, that God in his infinite mercies and his eternal plan has made, has sorted out our lives. And for someone to, 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 to appreciate that, he needs to be, to accept the, the, the finished work of Christ Jesus. So when present situations challenge your faith, remind such situation that God has made a way for you in the past and he will not deny himself again. Those are the privileges we have today in the, in the Lord. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. The plan of the Lord will continually and will be established. Amen. Next slide, please. Number three, I want to look at verse 10 to 16 now. And it is the revelation of the gospel, which is by the spirit through the word. Amen. Verse 10 says, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is from God, that we, may, we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Now, these things we also speak, not in words, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned but he who is spiritual judges all things yet he himself is rightly judged by no one for who has known the mind of the lord that he may instruct him but we have the mind of Christ. Amen. May the Lord bless his words in our hearts in Jesus' name. Now, our focus is the revelation of the gospel. It is by the spirit through the word. Now, our salvation involves all three persons in the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And they have done, the three have done three different things. 
all achieving one goal. God the Father elected us by grace. God the Son, he paid the price through his death. And God the Holy Spirit brings conviction. He brings re regeneration. He brings sanctification. It continues to help us to grow in grace. We were talking about growing in grace on, on Sunday. He helps us to grow in grace. He reveals the mind of God to us. That's God, the Holy Spirit. He reveals the mind of God to us. And it's, it's so important to understand and appreciate. We were talking about it last week, about the, the importance of the Spirit of God. When, 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 who would know a man except his spirit? That's what the, 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 the verse says in verse 11. Who would know the man except his own spirit? Now, who would know God except the spirit of God? Amen. Amen. So if you want to know what God's eternal plan is, we need to access God through his spirit. You are lost. You, you are in a cross, you are at a crossroad. You want to make a decision in life. You don't know where to turn. You, you need, you need a breakthrough at a point in time. Uh, you, you ought just to look at onto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Access him by the Lord, by the Holy Spirit, because he is the Spirit of God himself will reveal the mind of God to us. Mm. Amen. Amen. And so if God has given us, he has given us the opportunity to come to him by his grace, because on our own, we didn't even know what salvation was. Don't forget what we're saying. The, the message, the gospel was a mystery. To those in the world, it looks foolish. But God gave us the grace to even accept the finished work of Jesus Christ, to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior in the first place. Through, we, we, we now understand why he died. Uh. We now understand that on our own, we were heading for perdition. But we now appreciate that, wow, Jesus came to die for me. I, who am I, I, a lost soul, a sinner. I mean, it doesn't even matter how, how many sins you've committed, how great your sins were. A sin is a sin. No matter how small you think or big a thing, it is. A sin is a sin. But if you now understand the, the, the sacrifice Jesus did for us. That is why we can appreciate the finished work of Christ. And the Spirit now helps us to understand, to go through sanctification, to go through redemption, and to appreciate the finished work of Christ. I, I just can't overemphasize that. It's very important for us to appreciate the 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 whole the person of the Holy Spirit in that in that in that in that place, and so very important. Number one, the Spirit indwells a believer. Uh. The Spirit indwells a believer. Bible says in First Corinthians chapter six, verse nineteen to twenty. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, uh. which is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, brethren, honor God with your bodies. 
Amen. I mean, you carry the presence of God. You carry the personality of God when you have the Holy Spirit. I charge us today, brethren, to, to renew our commitment and our relationship to God through the Holy Spirit. He will reveal to you the mind of God pertaining in every particular situation. And it's a joy to let us know that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. And so we must treat our bodies with respect that it deserves. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. I mean, you are a walking temple. You are a walking house of God. Amen. You carry the very presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so you carry the very presence of God. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. It says, for we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. And we were all given this one spirit to drink. And so the thing co connecting every one of us together is the spirit of God. We carry, we all carry the spirit of God. Amen. 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 Now, that is why he, he, he also sealed us. Ephesians 1, 13 to 14 says, and you were included in Christ, where you heard the message of the truth, the gospel of salvation. When you now believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. I'm trying to emphasize that the, the, the spirit of God dwells in you and I to help us fulfill the eternal plan of God. Amen. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit, the promised Holy Spirit, verse 14 says, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It, it, it's, it's a joy to know that God prepares us or he has, he's preparing us to bring him praise. Amen. Amen. You, your life will be a praise to God in the name of Jesus. Amen. I, I, I pray for someone tonight and everyone tonight that the, the, the plan of God for our lives will be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Amen. And to, Amen. to now understand that we carry and we carry we carry God in person in us is phenomenal. That is why Paul was so passionate to let everyone know that. See, when you carry, when you know, come to the understanding, the full understanding that you carry the Holy Spirit, you would, your life will never remain the same. That is why it was so easy for Paul to, to project Jesus. He said, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? But he, God now used someone who was, who was against the way of the cross. Now God used him. That could only have been God. God used him through the presence of the Holy Spirit indwelled in him. God used him to, to, to bring down and interpret those, the, the mysteries in quote. The mysteries in quote. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Amen. John chapter 14 verse 16 says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. 
It was just the Holy Spirit helping Paul at that time to, to, to bring the message of the cross to believers, to the church in Corinth at that time. That is why his messages are still alive till today. Because that is not his own message. It is the message of Jesus. It is the message of the gospel. And that word, I mean, those words, they still minister to us every now and then. And it makes the Father real to us. Oh. The Holy Spirit in us makes the Father real to us. I mean, we are talking about a God we can't see physically. Yet we trust in him that he is alive. Oh. Amen. Amen. Who can do that? It is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I mean, what, what, how more can you appreciate this Holy Spirit? He's the very presence, the very person of God. Our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, and we must treat our bodies with respect. Go around, not with self-esteem, but with Christ-esteem. Uh, Amen. Amen. Go around because you carry the presence of God. Go around because you carry the, the, the person, the, the, the spirit of God. You know the thoughts and plans of God. Amen. Amen. Because the spirit dwells in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, the spirit searches. Verse 10 to 11. The spirit searches. Now, since the Holy like I said it earlier, since the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God, He knows what the mind of God is. And so I said again, when you are at a crossroad, go back to the, the author and finisher of your faith. It's no wonder that I I in fact when I saw when I saw the, the message of the month, I mean the word for the month, I blessed the name of the Lord because it's it's awesome. It's awesome that we look on to Jesus. It's, yeah. it's a pointer for us to remind us to always look on to Jesus. When we look on to him, then he will bless us. Huh. Amen. Amen. We, when we look at the author and finisher of our faith, he will reveal the mind of God to us and we will take steps. We won't be taking steps like if we're walking in the dark. Amen. Amen. If you don't know anything. It says the spirit himself searches the heart of God. So the Holy Spirit in us, each believer becomes the sharer of the very life of God. Hallelujah. Amen. We, we share the personality of God. We share the personality of God. I recall the uh, the preaching of pastor at the youth conference of, for the South Africa person. And he was making an analogy of uh, uh, a particular movie. And he said that person was given a capsule, a capsule to see, a, a, a blue capsule, yes, a blue capsule to see uh, your the present life, well, this life that you, I can see you and I. And that capsule, I mean, you just live just you just live an average life let's let's put it that way for a better for a lack of a better word now the other person was i mean that person was also offered a red capsule 
Now that red capsule will make you see the the invisible, the the supernatural. It will make you make you. I mean, Pastor. I mean, how Pastor preached that part was phenomenal. And he said, he gave it to that person. Choose the one you would you would want to have. Amen. Choose either the blue capsule or the red capsule. Do you want to remain an ordinary person, or do you want to receive that red capsule that will make you they will make your life a a living wonder? And the man chose the red capsule. And afterwards, Pastor made an altar call and he said, "Today, I I offer you the red capsule, the red capsule of the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the finished work of the cross." Amen. Oh, and when you choose that, I mean, it's, it's, it's simple. I, I put before you life and death. But it says choose life. Amen. Oh, so when you when you choose life, when you choose that red capsule, you're choosing the personality of the spirit of God. Amen. Oh, because the spirit of God is the very God himself. Is God himself in you. Mm-hmm. And if you just, you, you are... I mean, I can't just overemphasize it. You are at a crossroad and you need you need direction. You need direction for your life. Just go back to the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who authored your life, the one who knows the end from the beginning. Because the Spirit searches all things. It searches the deep things of God. Amen. And so when we when we carry, when we understand the importance of the spirit of God in us, we will continually share in the life of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, Pastor Ola, please, can you project Second uh, Peter chapter 1 for me, please? Thank you. It says, the Holy Spirit knows the deep things of God and reveals them to us. I mean... How on earth will Paul not preach Jesus? If he was preaching himself, he, he knew nothing. But he, he opted to preach Jesus through the help of the Holy Spirit. Because it, it's it, the, the deep things of God is in God. And it is only the Spirit that can search it out. You ready, Pastor? Yeah, that's right. computer chapter two, 1. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Now, verse 3. Verse 3. It says, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life mm. through our knowledge of Him, who has called us by His own glory and goodness. The goodness of the Lord has given us this divine power. He has given us this divine power, the power of the Holy Spirit, so that we can share in this godly life. We can, we can, we can enjoy the godly life. He has given us access. He has given us access to everything we need for a godly life. Through these things, through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises, so that through them, you might partake, participate in the divine nature, having escaped. I mean, that's that's where I'm going. That through them, through the power of God, through the power of God, through the power of God presented by the Holy Spirit, 
you can participate in his divine nature. You would have escaped the corruption in the world. You will be among the, 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 the group of believers that cannot be harmed by the enemy. You will be, that is why you are enjoying divine protection. That is why you're enjoying divine preservation. That is why you are enjoying all the goodies mm. in the kingdom because we have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Amen. And you know, we were focusing about, uh, 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 in, uh, I mean, that's, uh, what's that word? To, to the glory of God. That's the a grace of God. Increase the grace of God in our lives. You know, we were talking about that on Sunday, and we said, for this very reason, we should make our faith. I mean, that is the steps we need to take. We focused on that on Sunday. I won't be going into that. Let's return back to our slide. So, the very presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives will reveal the deep things of God, and it's 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 a privilege to carry the presence of God. Now, let us look at. Our question again, how can this be advantage to us practically today? How do you think it can be advantage to us practically? Any thoughts? Uh, I would give you an edge at work. Fantastic. I was actually, I was, I was actually good. Um, Pastor Ola? Yep. Can you give me an insight, please? How do you think it will be advantage to us practically today? I mean, it's it cuts across any and every area of life. I'm thinking protection. I'm thinking revelation. I'm mm -hmm. thinking of the instance when I was in an exam hall and I went absolutely blank and I knew not what to do than to just put my head on the table and ask, mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, help mm -hmm. me. Yeah. And he said, pick your pen. <laughs> And I picked my pen and he said, write. And I began to write. And even though what I wrote didn't make sense to me, I came out with an A. That's Hallelujah. the kind of advantage we're talking about. And it's available yeah. in every area of life. Literally. Hallelujah. Any other person wants to give any thoughts? All right. Um, Tatusu, go ahead. Sorry. You may need to uh, turn off uh, the, the. Okay. Does any other person have any other thoughts? Yes. Um, okay. Let's do. Let's do one thing because I think the internet in in uh, that play, that area is. You can type it out. We'll, we'll read it um, because of time. Um, let's move to the third one. The third one, please. That's all. Now, the spirit teaches. Ah, amen. <laughs> Pastor Allah just gave a wonderful example just now. I mean, I, I watched a video one time and they were, they, I mean, the concept of the spirit teaching, they, they used it in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in another sense. Yeah. This man sat down in the example, like Pastor Allah said, and they showed a kind of a spirit. <laughs> writing the exam for that person. Do you understand? Mm. They, they was actually writing the exam. They wanted us to see what, what that, that spiritual reality was present 
That's why they used another person to be writing that exam. And when he finished, he passed the paper to that person. <laughs> so, so that's what the Holy Spirit can do. It teaches us all things and guides us to all truth. Amen. Amen. The truth of God is founded in the word of God. The wisdom of God itself is truth. Amen. Amen. The wisdom of God itself is truth. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. So when we accept Jesus Christ, we accept the truth of God. And we accept the wisdom of God. Amen. Amen. In other words, God gives us new insights into old truths as we compare one part of scripture to another. It's amazing to understand that, uh, I, mean, Jesus, I mean, God was telling uh, uh, Abraham that in 400 years, so, 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 so thing will happen. Mm. And he was telling Abraham about how the, the, the children of Israel will go into exile, will go to, to Egypt, and they will be, they will be, they will be uh, slaves. But he will bring salvation to them by the hand of someone. Amen. Mm. And man can't fathom that. Amen. Amen. Man can fathom that, but it is the Holy Spirit Himself, God in person. I mean, as, as at that time, the Holy Spirit wasn't projected. It's in the New Testament that the Holy Spirit was projected. But I'm just trying to let you know that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit was is present from the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible. Mm. But what was projected was God the Father talking to Abraham. Amen. Amen. And He taught him. Abraham didn't know. He was asking God, how will these things be? You have not given me a child. Okay, is it the, is it the son that uh, uh, the, the, the Hagar gave birth that will be the fulfillment of this promise? God said, no. That go out to the, to go outside. Go and recount the stars. Mm-hmm. said, the stars, if you can count them, then you can count your descendants. Amen. So God will reveal, he will teach you all things. He will, he, you, would, you would come to an understanding that, wow, this can only be God. Uh, and finally, number four. Uh, so praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, just for, uh, for the sake of the young adult in the house and the children, uh, make sure you get clarity very well in what is being preached in that area. In, in your studies, you read your book, you work as if you're never going to pray. Then you now pray so much as if you're not going to work. Yes, and sir. that's the way it works. Absolutely. Yeah, so don't believe, don't think that you're going to not work hard or listen hard or do all your work. And then you believe that somehow then you get the, you no, know, you. So you work as if you're never going to pray, and you pray as if you're never going to work. And that way, you will see success come in a very planning color. Um, um, just a quick one. Um, sorry, sir. Um, sorry, I'm taking. Um, what I wanted to say, to follow up on what Pastor just said. So I was, I was doing a presentation. Now, I've read my books, and I was to do this presentation during my music diploma. And I was, you know, we had done the presentation 
and our the supervisor is going to be there to mark us <laughs> that presentation. And I finished, and it's a presentation that class students, well, my, my colleagues who, who were under, who were listening to that presentation, will ask me a question. And so they asked me, that was how this, I don't know which of which one of them asked me this question and said, does this instrument have another version in whatever? I wait, I I didn't know what to say, to be honest. But I felt the Holy Spirit saying to me at that time that yes, that instrument had other versions. Uh, now I have not read about other version of that instrument at all. I didn't know anything about. So when I sat down and I said, yes, that if you that if you Google it, you can see all that other instrument or other version of that instrument or whatever it is. When I got to my seat, I googled it immediately, checking for other version of that instrument, and lo and behold, it was there. And I was like, you know, I feel like dropping down and just rolling on the floor on that day, say, Holy Spirit, thank you. So I think it's just important that we, even though we have read, we should still allow the Spirit of God as a student to help us, you know, thank just you to contribute, to support what Pastor just said. Thank you very much. I mean, it's it's very important to also note. Thank you very much, Pastor. Uh, I I like that balance. Uh -huh. It's very important to also note uh, that you take a book, maybe five hundred pages, and you read it. How much of five hundred pages can stick in your head? <laughs> you know, I mean, you can you can do the math. So you read, yes. Try, you understand it when it matters most for you to apply it. You you tend to want to apply it. You understand, uh -huh. but don't rely on your strength. You do your bit and you commit everything to God that God would uh, amplify and make your effort successful. Amen. Amen. So, and that is where the Holy Spirit comes. He will teach you all things. All things. And will bring to remembrance that which you have read. Even the very word of God from Genesis to Revelation. It's not like uh, Pastor Davis or Pastor Ola has crammed everything. No. But when a situation comes, the Spirit brings to remembrance that word. And he would make it alive and he make it applicable to that situation. Uh, Amen. Amen. That is the that is what we are trying to amplify in that in, in, in that verse, verse 13. Now, finally, verse 4, I mean 14 to 16. Says the spirit matures the believer. The spirit matures the believer. Now, when we are looking at the believer here, we are trying to make a contrast between the saved person and the unsaved person. Now, when we were unsaved, we could not. We could not understand the things of the spirit because we, we at that point we were not we were not on the wavelength of, of of God, but when we became saved, when we accepted the finished work of Christ, mm -hmm. He opened our eyes, yes, and He made us mature to to understand, to appreciate, and that's why we could not have walked by sight. We can't walk by sight, but we walk and we are moved by the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. The maturing Christian grows in his spiritual discernment and the spirit develops him. 
the ability to understand more and more of the will of God. Now, to have the mind of Christ does not mean we are infallible or perfectly sinless. Rather, it means that we look at life from Christ's point of view. Amen. You want to look at Christ's point of view at all times. That's what the Spirit of God will help you do. Amen. Amen. So we can't overemphasize the, 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 the importance of the Spirit of God. It's the very access of God. I mean, it's the very access we have to God and to have to know the mind of God for us in any area of life. Amen. Amen. So in conclusion, before I take any, any questions, in conclusion, we as believers today, because we believe the gospel, we must continue to trust God to better understand this priceless good news that led us to salvation so that we can also pass it on to others with the right approach, attitude, aim, and understanding of the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit empowers us and enlightens us through the word of God. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. May he make us a fulfillment of his purpose. Amen. His eternal plan for us all. May he make us a fulfillment of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we would, we would receive that welcome, thou faithful servant, enter into the rest of our God Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Do we have any questions, please? Right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my question does an addendum. Now, that last one, I want to also emphasize on it when we say we have the mind of Christ. Now, first of all, what we said, perfect, that we see things the way Christ sees, Christ's perspective. But you also mean exactly what he says as well, that our mind, we have that mind of Christ. First John 2.20 confirmed that. In 1 John 2 20, the Bible says, But ye have an auction from the Holy Spirit, Holy One, and you know all things. And you know all things. So, meaning that when you get born again, that spirit knows it's the spirit of Christ, is there, he knows all things. So it is not our spirit that we're trying to train the word of God. Rather, the Holy Spirit is trying to train our physical mind. Okay, so. And how do we now tap into this mind of Christ through God's word? The Bible says God's word is spirit and life, John 6, 63. So, and that is it. So the, the aim then is to make sure we now train, we let the Holy Spirit train our physical mind. So that that thing, everything, that mind of Christ is already deposited and full in our spirit can come into reality in our spirit. I mean, in our, in our mind. And that can be made effective through via reading the word of God and practicalizing and doing the word of God. Because that's why I say the word, my word, their spirit and their life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor. Any other thoughts? I think that's a question there from uh, Sister Tosin saying that. Uh, In making decisions, decisions that requires like immediate actions, what's the application? Application of what, sorry? The application of Sir, um, what, what I mean in um, in that is, um, I was just going to ask that, so because be, because we say we have the mind of Christ okay. and immediate um, decisions that requires like immediate answer, okay. you, you know, so 
what's the application? How do we bring do we, the okay. mind of Christ to walk? Okay. You know, immediately. All right. Uh, well, yeah, because of time, I think yes. the main thing is by is by faith. By faith, like uh, like example, example you've given example before. I think uh, Pastor I gave example. Those things that happen in the exam, those are instantaneous. You don't look for it. it just the Holy Spirit just once you, you rely on Him, you just take take control. I can give you an example in one second. So I was doing my student level student were doing graduation. So and I know I, I know that but there's some students just added from different schools. So I have like forty names. And as I was trying to do the this thing, I, I don't know. Someone put me right table and the Lord the script. So immediately you just say, God, yeah, I depend on you for this. I know that I have the mind of Christ. So I just took the mic and I was able to remember all of their names and was able to say exactly what I wrote in almost 20, mm. 25 pages for all of them. Now, when I finished that, I never, I, I just saw everybody standing, giving standing ovation. I, I never knew where that came from, but then I just knew that was from the spirit. So I can mm. only come back and say, Jesus, that can only be you. Thank you, Jesus. That's mm. So it will stir immediately. It's like, you know, Nigeria, when you have Nepal and they took light. <laughs> immediately you see, you have good generator. Immediately you will see the difference. Just peak. That you are always already operating that frequency anyway. But now you, it now makes it very physical to you. So you come to that decision that, no, <laughs> they can only be Christ. Just like what pastor said about exam. You just wrote something. You don't know what you wrote. You never know that thing. And you just go, hey. So you know that that is the mind of Christ. That is that is the Holy Spirit helping you. So that's it's instantaneous. And, and, and also, and also somewhere in the scriptures it says that at that moment when you open your mouth, the Spirit of God will put the right word in your mouth, the word of power, word of deliverance, word of transition, the right word will be put into. When you open your mind, that's instantaneous. The Spirit, that's the work of the Spirit. Practically, we put the right word. You know, in, in, in your mouth to say to people that way. You know, so yeah, just to something what Pastor just said. Thank, Thank you. you very much, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, Pastor Ola, over to you, sir. Thank you very much, Dickin.